So the name of this podcast is BSA, Brianna Shanae Announcement, or Brianna Service Announcement, whichever. It's just like my initials mixed with PSA. Um, So it's really just about whatever the fuck I want to talk about, which will range from spirituality, my crazy ass beliefs that I think make a lot of sense or business tips or relationship advice or um, friendship advice, uh, moving to a new city advice. Just, I have so much, so many things on my mind that I just wanna like get off my chest. So um, it'll be about all of that, you know. Actually recording right now, as I'm going live on Instagram, you guys can ask me questions if you'd like. Okay, let me catch up on what y'all are saying. I do sleep a lot, but lately I haven't been sleeping that much. It's so crazy. I was like so depressed at the end of last year. So weird. Like now I'm finally ready and excited to live my life and we're in this quarantine but I've still been managing to enjoy every day. I was at Adriana's house till like 3 a.m. last night recording our first song. And then this morning I had a hair appointment at 9 a.m. And so I've been up since then. But I wanna finish this before I go to bed because tomorrow I have a long ass day again. Just making sure I'm not missing anything before I really get started. Um, no, the virus actually isn't affecting my business at all. I, it's crazy. I tweeted very early on in the hysteria that um, I just see how my faith is pulling me through this. Because, I mean, first of all, I was producing most of my clothing in China last year. And then I decided to switch it to America. So if this would have happened this time last year, I would definitely be broke right now. But because I produce a lot of stuff in LA since last year, I'm actually still good. I'm fine and I'm not stressed or worried at all. Um, so the podcast, I contemplated about doing it with so many of my super enlightened friends. I feel like it should really just be me and my thoughts and then I'll bring on guests as I feel like it. Life is an illusion created for your benefit so that you may experience your thoughts firsthand and consequently purify them and make them better. Do you believe or understand like what people mean when they say life is an illusion? Or like even my new tattoo that says, um, do you think that's air you're breathing? Like, do, does that make sense to you? Yes. Everything happens so you can grow. Like that's pretty much what it's trying to say. I feel like I take it even a little bit deeper. And that's why I put the whole matrix quote on me that says, you think that's air you're breathing? Because we have just taken everyone's word for it. So when I talk about things being an illusion, it's like really tapping into detaching from what you know, like unlearning a lot of things that you know, so that you can like recreate your life in the image that you want it to be. Illusion as in 
if I walked out of my house and stopped thinking about it, can I really prove that it's there anymore? Okay, so first of all, I love The Matrix. It's my favorite movie. But one of the reasons why I love The Matrix so much is because it kind of explains what's going on here. I don't believe that the government is like making us think this is real and really they're using, you know, the whole robots part. I don't agree with that. The Matrix is a good example of what is kind of happening in our dream world. So like the waking world that we live in seems so real to us um, because it's what we keep waking up to and it's what our senses, like even like with virtual reality, you know, you put, you, you change your senses, you change what you hear, you change what you see and you change what you feel and you like immediately feel like you're somewhere else, you know? I feel like this life that we live in is not as real as we think that it is. Kind of just like how the life that they lived in the matrix wasn't as real as we thought it, or as they thought it was. And so I love the part, you know, when Morpheus is training Neo to be invincible in this world, he train, he teaches him to first realize that it's all an illusion. And that when you understand that it's an illusion, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. So that's what the tattoo means to me. Like, it's like, do you think this is air that you're breathing? Like, it's like the placebo effect. I, I don't know if you guys ever heard of that, but the placebo effect is the idea that you can tell someone that they're healing or you can tell someone that you've treated them for a sickness and they can feel like they are healed even if you didn't really treat them. It's like a mind thing. So um, that's kind of how I look at life. Yeah, definitely go rewatch The Matrix. The question is, is it more beneficial to follow the illusion and play into the norms of society or go against it and do your own thing? No, the, the thing is you understand that it's an illusion, so you don't let yourself get caught up in the emotion. You don't let yourself get too emotional because you realize none of this shit really fucking matters and none of it is really real. You just have to be careful when you're manifesting and it takes a lot of training because once you get into it, you can think you're doing something. You can think that you're saying, I don't want to be broke anymore. I don't want to be broke anymore. I don't want to be broke anymore. And you're manifesting that. But all you're manifesting and thinking about is how broke you are. That's where I feel like the Bible has tried to come in and really tried to explain what's right and what's wrong and how to make your mind more pure in a lot of different kind of rulish ways. But ultimately, it's just about deciding what you want and sticking to that. Okay, you're asking what isn't real about life. Um, I usually like to explain it as, um, I remember when I was reading The Untethered Soul and it was saying how you have to pay attention to things that bother you all day. And those are the things that you should um, try to rebuild your faith in because when something bothers you, it's just proving that you have some kind of fear in it. So you wanna move it from fear to faith. So a good way to do that is to remind yourself when you're triggered, like I knew like a trigger for me was that I would get so mad when men didn't text me back in a certain amount of time. 
and it would be really bothering me. It would like me talk about it all day. I'd be out trying to get a fucking facial and telling my facialist like, why isn't this dude talking me back? And those are the type of things that you have to pay attention to because now you're not living in the present moment. Your mind is stuck on some bullshit that you don't even need to be worried about, you know? When you could be like enjoying your facial or enjoying driving down the street and looking at the sky or something. So whenever you realize that something is bothering you at that level, then you want to try to solve it. And a way to solve it is by realizing that it probably does not fucking matter that much. And that's where I've kind of gotten to the idea of things being an illusion. Does him not texting me back really mean that he don't fuck with me and that he thinks I'm a clingy ass bitch and he's talking shit about me to his friends? Or could he be busy? Could he be doing a lot of things right now? There, there's so many possibilities. So um, when you choose to assume the worst, then you are buying into the illusion instead of realizing that there are many possibilities. To what, to what extent do you deviate from the fake shit? It's easy, it's easy to say, fuck this shit, it's not real, none of it matters, but that can sometimes bring you to a dark place that can lead to a lack of motivation. The thing is, is that, okay, the illusion works for you as well as it works against you. Once you realize that it's an illusion, then you gotta live that shit. Like You gotta play this game like it's a fucking video game, like you're a Sims character. One thing that I always like to say is, life is an illusion. And when you look at it as an, look at it as an illusion and if you look at it as, wow, everything is happening exactly as I believe it happens. So say you wake up every morning and you're like, I'm gonna lay down and I'm gonna spend 30 minutes imagining how my day is gonna go. Most, most of the time we already know like what our to-do list is. So imagine you just like, you lay down and you're like, you, you just like imagine for 30 minutes, 30 minutes having the best day, like finding the best parking spot, you know, waiting in the shortest line, like all of the things that make you happy, no matter how trivial they sound to you. These are the little things that when you never can find a parking spot on time, it fucking throws you off, you know what I mean? So when you lay down and imagine like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing, like, I can create this amazing day and then you get up and you go out into the world and like let it happen then now you're controlling the illusion now you are in control of what's going on but then as soon as you walk outside and it starts raining and you like immediately are like what the fuck my brand new shoes or my hair just now got wet and you let it change your vibration and you let it bring you down and be like fuck um i don't want to like now i'm mad now i'm about to have an attitude with my coworkers. now like as soon as you take the shit too seriously as soon as you take the illusion too seriously then now you are back under its control instead of you controlling it if it, if that makes you know like even like with the coronavirus i'm so tired of seeing it i don't want to ignore that it's not real so i'm meditating and trying to believe that everyone will just stop being afraid or everyone will start to see the silver lining or start to see the end of this instead of just pushing it on forever for months and months and months with no real resolution, no real solution, you know? It's not that I'm ignoring that it's going on, it's that I'm hoping for change. I don't subscribe to any religion. I 
actually think that they all need to come together and share what they know and that we would probably get much further um, that way. But for me, I, I do fuck with religion because I think that whatever you do that's positive um, religiously is going to help you. Because as we said, it's all about belief. So if for you, it's that you believe in a fucking volleyball and you think this volleyball is going to make everything in your life right, but you wholeheartedly believe in that shit, then that shit is going to work for you. So, like, I'm not against any religion. Um, My only issue with people is whenever they don't believe it for real. Not issue. I don't have any, any issues with people, but, like, I just think that whatever you choose to believe in, believe in it wholeheartedly. You know, like Frank Ocean said, you got to believe in something. Um, All the books I read have brought me to where I am. It's a process. Like, even as much as I want to share this with you, like, you're still so many things I can, like, try and try and try to explain that you won't get until you just go, till you just experience it. So it takes you asking the questions and you don't know what's going to happen. So you should never assume the worst. If you believe in manifesting and if you've ever, 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 ever had a coincidence happen in your life where you're like, fuck, I thought about this. Or even just the fact or maybe the fact that you thought to go work at McDonald's and then you worked there. Like, you know what I mean? If you ever have ever believed in manifesting then no, please do not focus on the worst case scenario because that is how you manifest it. When you give any kind of energy to what could go wrong, all that better safe than sorry, all that buying guns because I don't know, I just want to be ready, you're manifesting a reason for you to have a gun one day. And it might not be during the virus situation pandemic, but one day, you might not even have the gun anymore but now you've manifested that until you can change your mind to believe that you no longer need it how do you become a person with a high frequency so frequency is almost like a positivity temperature or a positivity meter frequency i would describe i would define high and low frequency the same way I would describe high and low temperature. When you have a super high frequency, you're gonna get everything that you want. When you have a super low frequency, you're gonna get all the things that you don't want. To raise your frequency, you just simply have to feel good. Feeling good raises your frequency. I remember um, when I went to go do my last pop-up, the sample cell pop-up that I had in LA, um, I was supposed to go, I really wanted to hang these pictures on the wall and I asked my interns to get them printed. And when I went to go pick them up, like 30 minutes before the pop-up was supposed to open, they weren't printed and they were like, oh, we emailed your intern last night and told her about this and blah, 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 blah. And I remember I like kind of snapped and I'm like, now I wasted my time. I've been waiting eight minutes on an Uber and I kind of snapped on her. Um, And then when I was in the car, I thought about it and I'm like, bro, like, why did you snap on her? Like, first of all, 
she's helping you. First of all, you didn't even have shit to be mad about five years ago. You didn't have a pop-up with people coming to see your clothes. Like, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the manifestation and be grateful. I think sometimes we get so caught up in what we want that we don't look and see what God is doing for us. I remember telling myself, when I go in here, I'm gonna be nice to them and I'm not gonna carry this negative, I had to wait eight minutes on an Uber energy into the pop-up shop because they're here to help. A good way to raise a frequency is to tell a joke or to dance, play some good music, give someone a hug. Like these are all things that just genuinely make you feel better. And I went to the pop-up and I changed my mindset and I was like, I'm gonna go in here and be nice and be grateful that they're here to help me. And bro, like I remember we were there setting up for like 20 minutes. Mind you, I used to have a fear of doing pop-ups in LA because I personally feel like LA don't fuck with me that much. Like I feel like my pop-ups do much better in like London or in New York. So I never usually wanna do pop-ups. It was actually my intern's idea to do it. We were setting up for 10 minutes. I'm being nice, we're dancing around. I had changed, I had raised my frequency. And then I keep seeing these cute girls like low key walking by, but I'm like, maybe they're just here for the alley or something, I don't know. The alley was like right down the street from the pop-up. Then I asked my intern, I'm like, hey, can you go see if there's anyone standing outside waiting? And she went and looked and there was like 30 girls waiting to come inside, like probably like 20 minutes before we even opened. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? That's never happened to me in LA, only in New York. I ended up making $11,000 that day, which is the only other time that I made that much money is when I released Siren in Fashion Week on New York. Like, it was just a really good day for me. And then from that, I literally, um, kept that mindset and just kept you know I think it's about realizing when you're about to have an attitude because that's so low frequency to try that's so low vibrational you realize when you're about to have an attitude and when you force yourself to like come out of that is when you're uh, that's when you're you're being powerful because now you're you're choosing I'm not gonna be mad I'm not gonna ruin this person's day because I couldn't pick up some fucking pictures that don't even matter you know what I mean like and you're like and that's when like the magic starts to happen for you that's when the blessings come that's when you start to have a high frequency day and make more money and stuff and I had a been honestly I've been having a high fucking frequency month definitely one of the best months in Matt history but in that week I completely unexpectedly made $50,000 in the first week of March. While everyone is tripping off coronavirus, I made $50,000 off of clothes that I didn't even think people wanted anymore. And I, whenever y'all get into reading um, the Happy Pocket Full of Money book, you will learn about cause and effect. 
where they say if you want to make money or if you want to build value in yourself, give value to other people. And I could see it at the pop-up, bro. Like, I could literally see, like, all of these girls so happy. They're getting clothes that make them feel good for $20, for $30. And I'm like, damn, this is how I be feeling when I get Jimmy Choo boots for $30. Like, and just all the girls that week that were able to get mad that maybe couldn't afford it that much, I feel like that's why I'm being blessed so much now because it was just a very, I don't know, it was very harmonic, very high frequency. And um, I hope I stayed on topic. Do affirmations really change belief systems? What was most effective for you to make success feel so attainable? Um, I think I've always had that in me a little bit. I, I grew up in a loving family, uh, in a, you know, loving family where my mom, she put me in so many different things when I was younger. She put me in, I mean, I took fencing, I took French, I took cheerleading, dancing, modeling, acting, band. Um, like I was in so many things that, you know, I think I just naturally always felt like I could do anything. But once I read these kind of books, it reaffirmed it because we- There are certain things that are gonna be easier for you to manifest than other things. Um, and that's why you have things that go good for you now that you don't feel like, well, I didn't have to write this down and I didn't have to do all this to manifest this. It's because we're constantly manifesting, but we're trying to learn how to get in front of it and take control of it and manifest deliberately. When you really get into it, you'll realize, like for me, I realize it's a lot easier for me to manifest success than it is for me to manifest money. I don't know if that comes from me not having my dad in my life. I don't really know where it comes from. I, I think a lot of black women don't. I think it comes from me wanting a super untraditional relationship. So when it came to, when I started to realize, damn, I wanna have, a, I wanna fall in love. I wanna be married. I wanna have kids, which was something that I wasn't, I just started saying this year. Um, I realized I had to work overtime on like love affirmations since that was harder for me to believe in. And so that's why I believe in affirmations because I was just explaining to my friend, she was asking me how to meditate. And she's like, well, what do you do with your negative thoughts whenever they come up and you're meditating? I'm like, I almost like the negative thought because then it shows me my fear. I read in a book, it said, you should never accept anything as inevitable. As soon as you feel that something is inevitable, you should affirm the opposite. So if you feel like I can never be a clothing designer because I'm too poor to go to fashion design school, you feel in your heart that I know this, like my mom told me this and whatever, blah, 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 blah. Then you should say, no, I know there are people that go to fashion design school and don't have money. It's a possibility. Somehow, some way it could happen for me. So I'm gonna affirm every day, I am going to fashion school and I am gonna be a designer. And you know, doing that will help your belief system. Affirmations help because repetition is how you teach your subconscious mind. So you might not realize how your affirmations are helping you. Um, and it's funny because I didn't like when I was depressed last semester, not semester, last, end of last year, um, I was still trying to say my affirmations as much as I 
could feel like it and I wasn't really seeing a change and that's because you're not changing your conscious mind, you're changing your subconscious mind. And the only way to change your subconscious mind is through repetition. That's why if you practice piano every day, you could do it with your eyes closed eventually because repetition is how your subconscious mind learns. Do you think it's worth it to still chase your dreams even if you don't become successful? Is it wrong, counterproductive to chase dreams, dreams and hopes of being successful? No. There's no desire that you could ever have. I don't care if it's that you never want to wash a fucking dish again in your life. There's no desire that you have that you are not worthy of having. So you should, if you're, when I started Matt, the whole reason I started Matt was to make money. You are not wrong for wanting to make money. Like you deserve that. I think you chase your dream until you're successful. You don't believe in no success. How do you figure out what it is that you truly want? You start, you be honest with yourself. You, you write, you write, you write by yourself. You, you stop talking to other people. You stop letting other people's influence you. And you start literally sitting and thinking about by yourself. You start thinking about the times when you were the happiest and the times when you were the saddest. And you decide what you want based off of that. I hurt your feelings hearing that I started Matt for money. Bro, I was broke. I was fucking in New York, fucking homeless. Like, literally living with my fucking boyfriend because the guy that I was staying with was hella weird and I was getting rapey vibes from him. Like, I had a roommate that I was staying with in Harlem that this older guy that my friend recommended. Like, I was broke, bro. I was broke. But that's the thing. That's why you that's why you chase your desire. Because then I once I chased my desire that I just needed money right now, then God showed me so many more gifts that I had. You're like, bro, you're a talented designer. You're a great creative director. You're this, you're that. So many things that my first dream, the first thing I ever tried to manifest in life was to be an American apparel model. That was as high as I thought. So going with the flow, following your desires, not beating yourself up. If you fucking need money, you fucking need money. If you need to come, that's the best time to come struggle. Put yourself in a situation where you need to struggle so that you can think. Follow your desires, then that's when you're tapped into the God dream. So this is something that I just learned from this book too. You can't spend all your time just writing and dreaming and hoping that it happens. God cannot bring you any blessings in the future. That, that's where we get it. We would get into time being an illusion. You think like, oh, in the future, it's going to be better. In the future, I want this. The only time change can happen is right now. So you definitely have to act on all of the things that you're writing and dreaming about. Because if you don't and you just still doing the same shit every day, you know what they say, that's insanity. You can't do the same thing and expect different results. So you have to say, hmm, I want this kind of man. Now I'm about to just go out into the world and let God give it to me. Instead of, I want this kind of man, 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 I want this kind of man. I'm just sitting here because I still don't got that man. I don't want to go out. I don't feel like going out because I don't have a man. and I don't even want to, like, I only dress up when I have a man. Like, yeah. So... I hope that makes sense. 
What I'm basically saying is that whenever you're trying to manifest something, put some action behind it. And you might not, if you want to manifest a million dollars, you might not know the full plan to get there. But you usually know um, the first step. So that's all you know, God really wants you to do is take the first step. And when you get out into the world and um, do that, then the blessings start coming in. Um, so yeah, it's been like 30 minutes now. Um, I really liked and enjoyed this and it was a lot easier than I expected. So I'm gonna try to keep it up weekly um, or as often as I feel like I have something to fucking say. Thank you for listening. Listen to some more of my beats while you on my SoundCloud. I love you guys. Bye.